Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Dara Mehta. In this podcast, we talk about the trials and tribulations and hardships that she faced in her past. We also talked about health, nutrition, mindset, happiness and much more. Now sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win Go along and tell a friend Marathon, you know the game Keep on running, never end Getting better, make a man Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it Parsivity, 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 Tune in Hi, Dara. Nice to have you on the podcast. Hi. Hi, Adam. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. No, and no, I really I'm... want to appreciate this podcast that you do because these are the, this is like life experiences, this library of life experiences that you're creating. I wish like more of the youth can have access to because I think I needed to hear people's experiences the way, the way you put it out there just for my own growth. Yeah. So thank you for no, what you do. no, you're very, very welcome, and I, I really appreciate you know your kindness, and it really means a lot. And I think it's important to you know to share your story, isn't it? And everyone's got their own story, so I'm happy to have you on to you know, you know talk about you know your story and uh, you know your experiences. And um, you could we kind of structured it in like a bullet point way. So I'll start with you know the first one, if that's okay. And um, it's how did you set? How did you get to be? Um, in this situation in the first place okay so I wanted to when you approached me for this podcast I wanted to talk about this really huge experience in my life Mm. uh, where where I transitioned from a very uh, safe career in architecture to going into something which is uh, not even respected as much in arts which is performing arts and dance so I thought I would like to talk to you about this journey. And uh, when I was transitioning, 
uh, I came across this quote which uh, said that uh, what is that an em uh, a hungry stomach an empty pocket and a broken heart teach you the best lessons of your life I thought that quote was extremely powerful when I read it then but only after I experienced it I understand how important that quote was or how powerful it is you know so that's why on this podcast i want to talk about my experience with all of these three and how it changed me as a person in terms of thought emotion and i don't know journey of life i guess mm. so um when you say how did i get into that position is uh, when i took this uh, life changing or career changing decision of uh, moving out of the comforts of a job and taking on this leap of faith where like i didn't know what i would do with dance uh, but i i really wanted to do something with it i wanted to make it my life my lifestyle etc so just um, leaving the comforts of affordability like having the money to use it wherever you want to etc and just going into a place where you don't even know where your next income would come from or what will you do with your time and your day uh, mm. that is kind of where i transitioned from that so yeah yeah no i i think they're really good points and i think like you know those key things that you mentioned you know like a broken heart you know empty stomach and um you know not having you know certain finances those kind of three things i think they're like kind of three very um almost like survival kind of things within a you know within us as people we 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 need they're like needs like humanistic needs you know we need food we we like you know like to be with a partner and to you know pass on you know to have children and things and obviously finance um as well you know to be able to do things to be financially secure so i mean you know to not have those three things it kind of will take you to a place i suppose wouldn't it you know and i think you know through like experiencing that and you what you said you can only grow yeah yeah so when you say uh, finance for example uh, we are kind of nurtured into this lifestyle in some way we are we're looking at people's lifestyles on social media and there is a basic or some kind of lifestyle that we've grown up in and we always aspire to enhance our lifestyle so this whole idea of earning money having affordability etc is just about enhancing our lifestyle but what happens when you know it's not in uh, resonance to your goal your aim your wishes in life you know what if your goals uh, what you aim to do in life is outside of this ambition to grow and uh, grow in terms of your lifestyle to grow in terms of luxuries that you have mm -hmm. so i think yeah more, ha, largely our understanding of why we earn money is just to expand our lifestyle or to expand our uh, affordability in some sense that you know i can buy branded clothes from here here and here and i only wear these brands or you know i i eat from these outlets etc etc uh, but what experiences like a hungry stomach and an empty pocket do is first question your uh, sense of affordability and your idea of a lifestyle or your idea of an ideal lifestyle that you are aspiring to be or where you want to be but um, yeah it just questions that completely like do you really need this do you really need these clothes do you really need this kind of food do you really need to party do you need mm. like is there a need to really celebrate your birthday 
why can't mm. we just take all this money that is there is there and invest it in our own growth instead mm. of you know uh, those things so yeah i started to experience how um, affordability is is an idea which has been implanted in my mind and it's not something that it's my uh, kind of compromise with affordability it's how i want to live with affordability and affordability is like i don't want to necessarily be rich or have a certain lifestyle anymore what i what i want to do is that all these ideas these wishes this these you know thoughts these dreams that i have as an artist i'd rather fulfill them before i die over achieve a lifestyle before i die so mm. uh, let me talk about uh, let's say the first time when when i speak of a broken heart so mm. when i was mm. studying architecture uh you know i had all these questions about who am i what do i like you know what is that one thing that i love so much that you know i can mm. leave my house for what are these things you know i had all these questions and so while studying architecture i you know i started being, learning to play guitar etc etc and that's when i entered a dance class and when i entered a dance class like i would say my life changed because i when once i started like going to dance classes regularly i started feeling happier like i didn't know that level of happiness even existed for example mm. and you know things started to change and that is something i could not leave like i really needed to go and attend that class every time i had mm. to be in that regular practice it started meaning so much to me Uh, but uh, as i started to advance in it my parents were against it because they were like you know you have to be focused on your studies in architecture and you know dance is something you should have chosen much earlier in life at the age of 18 you can't choose to dance as a career etc etc so uh, they they kind of stopped funding my training in dance and uh, that is when i started like that is the first time i was like I really found something that I love so much like that experience of just loving something so deeply but then I was uh, in some way uh, pushed away from it because I, I could not afford to train I couldn't afford to be part of any of the dance circles at that time etc etc so that that was a very painful experience uh, personally and uh, that's when I realized the importance of okay you know you should have money so that you can do this and ever since i started focusing on you know earning money so that i can train earning money so that i can train so now let's say 5 years down the line when i have a stable job i have money so that i have enough money to put into my training i have enough money to buy nice nike's and you know good clothes for my shoots etc etc but if i was to be honest with myself i was not growing i had the money to afford class but was i really invested in my growth no I, all my external things were really sorted where i could look good in my camera shoots and uh, you know all my good clothes my shoes everything is great but like am i really growing have i grown in the past 5 years as a dancer has my talent grown uh, that mm. that was a no so uh, that's when i decided that okay like i i did kind of create this lifestyle for myself i really created money so that i could afford my training so that i wouldn't be as heartbroken as i was but what was the point of it because i was not growing and at the same time there was the story of my friend who had run from his home he'd come to mumbai he'd run from andamans he'd come to mm. mumbai to make a career in dance and uh, as opposed to my lifestyle uh he could not even afford food for one time 
like you know he would mm. tell me how uh, you know i stayed hungry the whole day at the end of the day i had one ice cream you know uh, and but when i would see him he was so good we could not take our eyes off him when he was dancing you know so i was yeah. like okay so here's the truth let's face it it's not about the affordability of a class but it's really your hunger to do something mm. and that's when i said okay you know what he doesn't have the money to let's say buy great clothes or look good in camera etc but today his dancing is at his best like he self actualizing to a point where you know his purpose yeah. of running away from his home has come true mm. that's when uh, i decided okay like it's really time to face the truth and start investing everything that i have into things that matter over this whole understanding of uh money and lifestyle uh, etc so mm. yeah <laughs> yeah no it's um it's definitely important isn't it like you know with with your situation you know when you're making you know when you have money and i think like what you were saying you know you you had something happen in your life and then you know you're buying like nice clothes and these nice things and people you know on the external side see that kind of side to it and think oh you know that person's okay they're happy you know they might they look happy because they've got you know xyz but you know like you said deep down you know am i really happy even though i've got all these things and i think sometimes people do that when you know something happens in their life they then can start to buy things because when you have nice things it feels good you know but that's like a temporary thing isn't it like you get nice clothes you know it feels great for like a week and then after a week like, okay well and yeah i i i think like you said with with um you know uh in terms of food and eating um you know it's 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 crucial you know to have that money to be able to eat effectively and eat the right things yeah i mean hunger teaches you something else only my experiences with hunger have taught me so much more because again hunger was a tendency that okay you know you are never supposed to be hungry you always feed yourself da 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 mm. but you i never really questioned my discipline with food or my understanding of food and how much food really uh, matters to me how much is important to me etc i in fact mm. uh, i had a eating disorder for let's say 10 years of my life and i realized much later and now mm. i have a completely different relationship with food like in mm. the year 2015 i was eating like five meals a day and uh, but you know i don't think i could i was tasting food really like i didn't have a holistic experience of food but i was just like okay you know what i need to do this 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 i need to eat food uh, okay I just think people are more miserable when they don't have it mm. and it's fun to connect with people like you who keep it positive and keep talking about gratitude because really if you don't have your mindset in the right place and mm. nothing else matters everything else will go downhill yeah so that's fun man that's really cool i love to hear that you're having helping people connect as well that's amazing yeah no i really appreciate that and um it means a lot and i think yeah i mean when i did it i i didn't really expect much of it in some way I just was yeah. like I've got an idea that I had I had the idea for about a couple of years and I didn't do it because I was like yeah. scared and worried about what people might think so I yeah. maybe my my dog yeah, okay and um yeah so it it was it's quite moving when you see it start to have like an impact in some way mm-hmm. yeah but it kind of gets to the point where 
I've got people kind of reaching out to me to be on it, so, you know, after after some time. Cool. Oh, I love that. That's but, awesome. But yeah, I mean, I've learned to be patient throughout it because I mean, I like to hit the ground running and be be good at what I do. Whereas this, it's it's a process. So I've yeah. learned a lot, you know. Good. That's awesome. Well, that's a really good use of the time right now, too. I think a lot of people have done nothing and you've put out like, I don't even know how many. I should have looked at the number of podcasts that I was versus the number you are now. But like, you uh, put out so many podcasts. I'm so impressed. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I, did, mm-hmm. I did 80, around 70 or 80 during lockdown. So I was doing about four or five a day. Three to four. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> because i was i was unemployed so i mean i i was like booking them out three to four a day yeah. sometimes five based on time zones really so i, I start mm-hmm. in the morning pace it up yeah. a few have lunch and keep on going yeah and um yeah i i do them frequently now but i, I don't do as many like four or five uh, yeah yeah i think I'll, I'll, i can check what our number was let me just it might go off the camera a second. I can check what. All right. That's we amazing. was, I think, I'm going to go back. It was around March, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we was number 27. Really? And what are you and on now? I've published 105, episode 115 last night, and I've got about 12 more, about 10, 10 more oh. to publish. I've, I've nearly done 130. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Holy crap, that's yes. amazing. I uh, I have told the story a hundred times, but I knew I knew when we were talking about starting thirst that we should record all of our conversations, Ethan and I, because that yeah, yeah. to me is like those are my favorite type of podcasts. Like I used to listen to Startup when it first came out when they would follow around like these new businesses, and I just knew, and I didn't do it. And so I have a little bit of regret, which is like my worst feeling, but it's not to say I couldn't still start it. So I'm trying to figure out how I want to structure one. Mm. So I'm going on, I'm trying to go on a whole bunch of them to get practice and to like yeah, yeah. Meet people and practice with like good questions. And then I'm going to figure out how I want to structure mine. And I just need to, I just need to start, but yeah. 20 into 115 I'm inspired. I'm so inspired. Good job. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I appreciate it. But I mean, like, I, I think, like you said, you, you said you didn't do it back then, but you could, you could, you could do it, and you could recap and kind of go back on those conversations that you had, if you, if that makes sense. Like you could yeah. kind of say, yeah. we're going to talk about two thousand and I don't know, two two thousand and whenever, mm-hmm. July, yeah. and then go into do like you know almost like a storage you know i mean like a storyboard for, and then how do you know what i mean how you kind of yeah. piece it together to where yeah. you are you could definitely do that i have all the notes too I, I so i use evernote and i have all the notes from like deciding our name and how we wanted to foundationally build the company culture so i've been wanting to like get an ipad or something like that and show the note and then kind of walk through Cause that's kind of cool documentation. Cause I have like a list of like 40 potential names before we decided on the one we wanted. Oh wow! And then I have all the design, um, like the marketing, like all the design of markups of like, 
potential logos too because I did a contest on 99 designs for our logo so I want to walk through that sometime I just need to do it so yeah. there's definitely a lot of content there I just I get held up on like how to put it out quick enough I don't like the details so I like to like have someone edit it um hmm. I mean I like the details but I don't like doing it sometimes yeah 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 but anyway, it's a lot of excuses, basically, that I just need to, like, stop being a baby about. So I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm working on that. I am working yeah. on it. <laughs> no, we've all, we've, all, we've all got that kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Like, I can be like, sometimes I'm like, I need to do this, need to do that. Yeah. And I can get distracted and things like that. But, um, mm -hmm. but no, I think, I think you should definitely do it. And, um, you know, if you find that bit of time, you just selecting that bit of time, isn't it, I suppose? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm gonna make it work because it's important, yeah. and I I keep thinking about it, and I know I know I need to like put out 400 times the content for what my goal is to achieve, and luckily I have a guy we just hired as kind of our marketing intern here, and he is super into Gary Vee as well, mm. so he gets it, and I'm very excited because he fires me up and he's like gonna help me with some of the personal yeah, side yeah. of it, putting out content, so. I'm hyped that's great. to have him on the team and like, I think that's going to help a lot. I just have to get organized now, but yeah. what are some things that you are, so you start a new job, you're podcasting. What are some other things that you're working on? I think last time we talked, you were doing some courses or hoping to have some courses or working on some courses online. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing a course. I'm still doing that course in uh, NLP. Okay. So that's like neurolinguistic programming. So that's like the thinking and behavior of people. Yeah. And, the, the beliefs and like the deeper side to it yeah. um so i'm working on that still i kind of focus more so on the podcast and kind of did that yeah. when, I, when i could um so that's something i'm gonna do you know alongside my coaching um in mm -hmm. my, my my life coaching i'm in the process of just building my website i might i might pay somebody to do it for me so then yep. it's all kind of in one complete package right so that's, you know, something I'm doing on the side and I've got a few things in the pipeline where um, kind of want to like run courses or workshops. That's something I'm uh -huh. going to do at some point, uh -huh. like through coaching. Do you know what I mean? Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to do a lot of that online or prep for it to be available online or like record live ones to put online? Yeah, yeah, I, I do like live ones. That's kind of where what I'm thinking of doing with mm -hmm. somebody else, and then do like, I mean, it's early, it's early stages yet, but that's yeah. that's something I'm going to work towards and just see where Good. it goes, you know. Good, yeah, awesome, love that. But um, I think it's good, like you said, how you know, and it's important to have, you know, that tribe of people around you. Do you know what I mean? People are going to support you and to be with like-minded yeah. people, especially in like yeah. your workplace kind of support oh you and see your vision it's huge man it's huge i uh it's such a lonely road <laughs> entrepreneurship mm. and um like doing that kind of stuff like you know like you said when before people start a lot of people are nervous and scared and are worried about what other people think and so if those are the people that you're surrounding yourself by you're not around like-minded individuals and sometimes it happens for so long it just is so lonely but that's one thing a huge blessing that's come out of this too is like i didn't realize how much of an extrovert i was until quarantine 
because I I've always tested and like identified with an introvert. I just have to have extrovert tendencies with my job and like with my work that yeah, I do yeah. to like be in front of people and on the gram and stuff. But quarantine hit and I'm like, I need to talk to people. So I set up a whole bunch of lives, which is how we started our mm. friendship. And like having those people that you can message and just be like, Hey, tell me if this is a stupid idea or not. Or like, Hey, let me tell you about what just happened with a team member. And they understand is so important. And mm. those people you can call and be like, Hey, I am in a trash place with my mindset. Tell, help me, <laughs> help me get back, help, help dial it back. Because like, again, I just think that's everything and it affects your entire life. And so to have those people you can rely on to be like, Hey, help me mm. get back to a level headed and positive place is so important. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely keeps your head above the water, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I, I think that's definitely key. And I think, um, yeah, like, especially when you're an extrovert, extrovert as well, you kind of, your energy is kind of like, I'm an extrovert as well. You're energized by being around people, aren't you? So mm -hmm. yeah. you kind of need that kind of social contact to some mm -hmm. extent. And, you know, mm -hmm. like with, with your business as well, like if you have an idea, you kind of, it's probably, you know, it's good to see someone else's perspective as well, who you're on the same kind of vibe with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are the people that I call, like, I'm trying to, I'm really diving into this kind of piggyback thirsty brand off of our thirst business mm -hmm. and those are the people i called first i i had to be like you got to tell me if this is real if it's like a good idea or if it sucks and i i need you to be real with me <laughs> so those are the ones i call first because you know they're business-minded they know how to like they've actually done it and they can help me look at both sides of the coin i think that's it's just super valuable and i love it yeah no sure. and those are the types of people like i can talk to to those types of people and get so hyped up and get so energized that it gives me just so much power to go through like the next few days and just bust stuff out like mm. mega energy for sure i love it yeah no i agree i think it's definitely definitely important and i think like um as well like when when you was at school did like what you do now did you want did you know what you wanted to do when you was at school like did you say you did you see yourself doing what you're doing now, if that makes sense, when you, when you was at school? I started off as a music major. <laughs> um, yeah. And I did one or two years of that. And then I was like, I actually hate this right now. Like, I love, I love playing guitar at home. And that gave me joy. But, like, I was studying, like, classical music and playing woodwind instruments, which I loved. But it was just, it wasn't going to be, like, the thing. So I switched. So I switched to business. So I knew entrepreneurship and business like intrigued me. And I knew I always wanted to own my business, but I never, ever, ever dreamed of being owning a bakery. Yeah. <laughs> Just owning a business. So that, that was a fun thing to kind of stumble upon and I've loved it. And I think it's super, it's helped a lot because when you come in, if you are a pie maker, like this is like the E-Myth Revisited analogy. Like if you're a pie maker, you love making pies so much and people keep telling you to sell them and then you sell them, you're still just really good at making pies. It does not make you good at owning a business and making a profitable business, mm. making a successful business. Mm. So I think it's helped not being so entrenched in like Baker life for the business. 
but I've definitely had to go find some Baker senseis to help teach me yeah. <laughs> and actually help me know what I'm doing. And I'm so grateful for them. They have changed the dynamic of my business um, significantly. Um, so I think that's been like a really interesting and good combination for me personally, but mm. I didn't, I just knew I wanted to own a business. Mm. That's, that's, that's what I kind of thought. What about you? Me? I, I think that's amazing. Well, you know, what you've just said. And, um, for me, I, I went on a bit of a path when I left college, uh, when I was at school, I wanted to be an actor. Uh-huh. So I did plays in secondary school. I had like a main part. So I was like singing and dancing. Yeah. Um, wanted to be an actor. Then I went to college and then I wanted to be a policeman. And uh-huh. then I went from being a, wanted to be a policeman to be in the military. Mm-hmm. So then I was going to, I was joining the British army and then I pulled out in, in selection uh-huh. and um, then went back into restaurant work did clothes shops and then I, I what did I do after that then I went and did a course in uh, university because uh-huh. I, I was like oh, I want to do criminology about the psychology uh-huh. of criminals yeah went to university wasn't for me came out fell back into restaurant work and then yeah. I got into life coaching mm-hmm. and then I did I qualified last year so that's kind of what I kind of like want you know want to go into like life coaching you know work yeah. myself do courses and then I started podcasting as well yeah but you kind of got to go on a bit of a journey sometimes haven't you you got to try things out to know what it is that you want to do you have to I love that you did that too I have some my my last two sisters are much younger than me they're 14 and 13 years younger than me and so one is finishing up her her final year in college and I love her so much. She's so stressed out that she doesn't know what she wants to do. And I am trying to impart my sisterly wisdom upon her and tell her, I'm so smart. Listen to me. You just need to go try things. Um, and I hope that she eventually listens. But I love that you did it because if you don't try it and taste it, like, you just don't know. And I think it's so much, you add so much stress to yourself trying to think you have to have it figured out. When that's a 40, 50, 60 year old way of thinking and that was the world that they lived in and that is not the world that we live in now. Like you can literally go learn every single thing you need to know to do whatever you want on Mm. YouTube or create a YouTube channel that is your business. So I just love that you, that you tried a whole bunch of stuff. I did that too, man. I did like, I started, I worked at like an electronics store and then I helped a buddy with his carpet cleaning business in which I learned about marketing and also how to clean carpets. And oh, like wow. I did a whole bunch of stuff in between. I screen printed shirts. So I know how to screen print shirts. Wow. Um, but I think it is a journey and I think, I don't know, it's like the funnest part and there's, you have so much more time. That's one thing I wish I would have realized early is I felt mm. so much internal pressure to like figure it out and have x amount of money a month by the time i was whatever mm-hmm. so much stress and pressure so i'm glad that you i'm glad that you're trying it out and just tasting it and experiencing it because i don't know it's more fulfilling i think yeah no i appreciate it and it really means a lot and i think like what you said is that 
um, it gives you that perspective, you know, it gives you that perspective and you've got those experiences behind you, even though it didn't work out for you. And you can kind of, when I speak to some people who are like, you know, 16, 17, and they kind of were in the same boat that I was once. And I can see that because they don't know what they want to do. They're thinking of doing X, Y, Z. And I'm like, you know, you've got time. You don't need to have it all figured out. You know, right. I think that's kind of thrown on people. Yeah. I, and I'm surprised too, man. Like, I know, like, a lot of this is Gary Vee stuff that we're, re, we, we're, re, we're just spinning yeah. out again, right? but, yeah, yeah. which is fine. I think it's so, it's so true, but I'm, I'm shocked. I have younger kids working at my shops and I'm just blown away that parents are still like super pressuring their kids to go get certain type of career mm. in the world that we live in, that that's a real thing. Fortunately, my parents never did that. I feel so lucky that they never did that. And um, it just like every single time I hear it, I'm like, wait, really? Like, yeah, I, I want to do this, but my dad really wants me to do this and he's paying for my college. So I'm going to go do this. I'm like, oh, yeah. but it's your it's, life. It's your life and yeah. your happiness. Like, oh, mm. I don't know. Some people have to go and kind of go through that full loop cycle and then come out the other end and be like, yes. oh, okay, it makes sense. Now. Yep. Yep. It's true. You've got to have your own journey. No one could have yeah. told me when I was that age anything either. So I'm just kind of like, all right, well. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I, know, I know you've got to shoot soon, haven't you? But, um, no worries. Like, but like, um, what, what, what advice would you give to people who kind of like, you know, want to kind of build, you know, like build a business or try something, you know, like what, what, what if you could say anything? <laughs> Not to put you on the spot or anything, but like any, any advice? No, oh, I got you. I'm just trying to think about what I would say. Um, I think try a lot of stuff. That's kind of the theme, right? Try a lot of things. And if you know, if you have something that you want to do and you keep thinking about it, like just do it. Like it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people say. And I think that the sooner you can get past that, which is hard and you still have to recalibrate. I have to recalibrate. I said something on a, a podcast I was on the other day and I was like, oh man, that sounded like it doesn't bug me or it sounded like a little bit arrogant. Like I can't believe people get scared. But when I thought about it on a micro level, like releasing this new brand or like maybe changing up the way I do business, like I've been actually scared in the last three weeks of what people think. So it's easier said than done, but the sooner you can get over that and just think about what you want, the better. And everyone, people who are miserable are always going to try to get other people to be miserable. So they might talk crap, but try not to even hear them. And um, I think if you're going to dive into any business right now or, or start one, um, I would really look at online. <laughs> Definitely look at online as opposed to brick and mortar for the reasons that we've learned in the last, you know, 10 months. And go hard on your socials, like go hard on your content, like anything. I don't care if you have like an iPhone that's like, I don't know, 12 years old, like use that and just put out content um, and try to really be real and authentic with your audience because that's what they, they want to see that face behind the business for the most part. So 
that was hopefully that was okay i don't know that's yeah. what's on my yeah. today <laughs> <laughs> no it's ideal like it, it really resonates with me and i think it's really nice what you said and i think um it's true and i think people kind of overthink things sometimes it's like you said just get a phone and just put it out there and do it mm-hmm. and i've i've seen people with podcasting who are like you know what equipment should i get should i get what my what's the best microphone to use where should i do yeah. it and this and that um I, I i kind of had a few video calls of people and told them what i did and i said like, i'm doing i do on my phone in my car using just a wired headset yeah. and then i edit it where i can on on a on a phone app you don't need um a lavish microphone you know when you feel like the time's right then do it but you don't mm-hmm. i think people can overthink things so much like they need mm-hmm. all this fancy equipment getting things in words because like my experiences are more like experienced kind of things so yeah. if anyone feels like you're more than welcome to join a movement experience with me yeah no of course no it sounds great and I'll, i'll definitely promote that for you and i'll put that out there as well thank you so much <laughs> no you're welcome but um no it's great great having you on and um we'll stay in touch and have a great have a great evening great nice talking to you thank no, you so no, much you too you're welcome you take care take care bye take care, take Hi there. I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I am offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls I will touch base with you. and see where you're at in your current situation and as a life coach i can help you in areas with you know mental health anxiety depression goal setting relationship coaching and you know many other areas of life so if you're interested in having a free consultation please get in touch at the positivity podcast at gmail.com or you can reach me on linkedin with the name adam parr or my instagram at positivity94 so if you're interested in having a consultation and you know you're at a place in your life where you know you're wanting to reach out for help um please get in touch and um I'll be happy to to help you um have a great day and um all the best take care positivity 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 